0: Log Talk Radio.
1: I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad y'all are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnectmyheart. Also, for those who may want to see the video version of Reconnect My Heart, you can go to reconnectmyheartpodcast. That's podcast dot com. You can see the video version, as well as you can also still correspond with me. Also, for those who may want to see the, uh, who may want to chat with me, you can chat with me on BlogTalkRadio.com. dot com. You can go to the chat room and. It's open as we see. It's not doing anything. That dirty devil. Oh, There it is. There we go. There we go. Excuse me. There we go. Now we're cooking with Crisco. Yes. Matter of fact, give a little test and say hello. Yes, it is up and running. Yes. Perfect. Up and running. Um, I thank each and every one of you all who are tuning in. I'm kind of um, multitasking right now. Um, had, some, had some difficulty. It sounds like the past couple of times at the last minute, things have been going crazy. But glad that we started the show on time. And also for those who may be listening through um, Reconnect My Heart, I hope that you are able to hear me very good. Um, unfortunately, had some problems logging on and then. One thing later to another, right before I got on, seemed like that was some type of problem, but uh, we should be getting that resolved shortly. So I thank each every one who are tuning in, and I hope and pray that you all had a great day. And uh, we're going to go ahead and just jump on in, jump on into the show. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. My question for you all today. Have you ever said something being later regretted? Sometimes we put our foot in our own mouth because we speak from our emotions. Know that God wants to help us with our conversation or communication, with our communication skills, so it would so it will be effective and beneficial for everyone. So on today's show. We want to talk about learning when to say it, how to say it, or if we should say it at all. We want to talk about that and much more in the episode called Me and My Big Mouth. Yes. Me and my big mouth. You know, matter of fact there's a song that I love so much. Um there's a song by Billy Joel. And it says, leave a tender moment alone. And part of the lyrics it says, sometimes I put in my mouth. Sometimes I put my foot in my mouth. Sometimes I just to have something to say. In other words, sometimes he will say the wrong thing just to have something to say to that young lady that he might be smitten over. And I know many times, many of us we have. I know me, you know, me learning to communicate, um, talking from a place who and the person who really did not verbally communicate with people are very good. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna say this in this kind of short turn off for myself, but uh, my favorite musician growing up, you know, growing up, I was a drummer, and so growing up, my favorite drummer was Animal from the Muppets. You know, he played, he jammed, but he was not a very good communicator, and I related to him because I was like, shucks, that's me, because his communication skills with people was not very good, but he knew how to handle the business on the drums. So, you know when I looked at that, I really related to that, and so, with some of the ways that we communicate with people, sometimes we say things that are out of turn, out of timing, and that's why, just for us to be able to have this conversation, you know, and one of the things i always one of the things I always tell people, we can be saved, we could be loved we can love the Lord but sometimes we may fail in our communication or our delivery in the proper words that we need to say or convey. So that's why it's so important for us to just be real with ourselves, be real with ourselves, and for us to just take our time to just try to examine and figure out what do we want to say. Now, with that, these are some of the things I want us to be able to. Um, Look at The first thing We're going to dive right on into it First thing What we have to do When you have the impulse That you want to say something First thing we need to do Is calm down (laughs) Sometimes when we just Calm down When we just ah, Take a breath Sometimes just taking a pause will prevent us from saying something that we'll end up regretting. Many times we have said things, and we've said things impulsively, and sometimes we we'll say that as a response or as a defense mechanism because there's been something might have been said or done from the individual, and we end up feeling hurt or offended. And so that's why it's so important for us to calm down. Let's take a step back and gather ourselves. Sometimes when you look at, uh, let's just say, in the game of basketball, regardless if it's professional or even when you see a basketball game and you see a team getting dominated, sometimes when they're having points back, back, and back, and back, when they're having points scored against them, oftentimes the coach calls a time out to have a huddle with his team. And so what we have to do, when we take a, quote-unquote, when we take the calming down or taking a break moment, that's given us the time to be able to have that, quote-unquote, conversation or that that huddle with our heavenly coach. Let's think about that. So first, let's calm down other said we want to do, you know, sometimes they say, you know, in calm down, you know, um, just get your thoughts together. Take the time and get your thoughts together. Now, it's easy for us to what, calm down and just go right back into it. But even if you have to the, the golden thing that they always said growing up was, hey, you might need to count to ten. And it's okay. It's okay. Hmm. So let's count to ten. Count to ten. Matter of fact, like I was losing connection. Um Okay, excuse me one second, wanna make sure. Make sure. I okay. wanna make sure that um, I'm connected with those that are online. I had to put my mic, I had to put my mic and everything down, cause uh, everything wasn't working. Okay, okay, there we go, there we go. I can hear myself. Yes. All right. Should sure you heard. i me do a little test right quick while I'm on the air. I hear myself. You no, know what? I'm gonna go ahead. So, since I already got it, since I already got it, Um, so I'm going to go ahead and continue to do it on my phone. But, um, so, being able to just take a chill pill, just wait. Like I said, count to ten, collect your thoughts, and be able to just take a breath. Take a breath. Something to think about, for us to take a breath. Thank you, thank you. Take a breath other thing we're going to do, I feel that that'd be beneficial. Uh sometimes with that counting to ten, sometimes if we just uh wait and sometimes it may be more than ten, it may be ten seconds, maybe ten minutes. Sometimes you may just have to just take a break from that person. When I say take a break now this is pertaining to any type of um conversation, communication that we may have with an individual where we can just, well, you know what? Let's put that conversation on pause. We get back to that. And there's nothing wrong with that. So with that, taking a pause. Also, being able to consider, consider, just in case you may not be, uh, I mention myself earlier, just in case, You may not be um, very good at communicating. Sometimes it's good for you to practice. It's good for you to be able to practice. Practice on what you want to say. Practice not only just you talking to yourself, talking to the mirror, but also, like I'm saying, you know, just be able to just hear. You want to make sure that you're listening to what you're saying, you're able to make it, making sure that you are able to convey what you really want to share with that person. So it's nothing wrong with that being able to practice what you're saying practice your communication skills. Sometimes we fail with our communication skills and sometimes what happens we have not quote unquote practiced the art of communicating and what happened we end up saying things out of our emotions instead of, in other words, when I say our spirit, that means influence through the spirit of God, the verbiage of God, the heart of God, the love of God. So what happens a lot of times when we speak from our feelings or our emotions, sometimes we want to attack, and that's not something that's going to be beneficial. So that's why it's so important for us to be able to practice. In other words, Kind of just have in mind what you want to say because what happens sometimes, there are some people, well, you know, that's just how I am. I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and they shoot from the hip. And what happens, now I'm not saying everyone, but there are some people, they have no, no spiritual or mental filter on what they want to say or what they say. So that's why it's always important for us to be able to monitor what we say, and so, which also boils down to with what we say, sometimes we just have to monitor what we feed into our spirit man. Now, what does that have to do with it? Think about it. Oftentimes what happens, that old saying, you are what you eat, or what we put in us will eventually come out. You look at someone who um, drinks alcohol, The more alcohol they put into themselves, what happens, your body is a big sponge. And so what happens, eventually, all the alcohol that you put into you, what happens, when you start perspiring, you're taking a shower, that alcohol that you put in you will eventually come out. So that's why it's so important for us to make sure that we put healthy, quote-unquote, things into our body. Now, this time, we're not talking about AIDS physical or it's pertaining to eating or whatever I think. Now what we're talking about is what type of communication, what type of message, what type of music, what type of television or movie that we watch or entertain. Because what happens if we don't really guard ourselves, those foul things that we, we may be watching or listening into, they may become some of the verbiage, or even the language, verbiage, same thing, but maybe some of the verbiage that may be digested into our spirit or into our mind, and we end up maybe subconsciously through anger, repeating those things that really were not in our character. What happened is we can can really filter what we want to say, what we want to convey to a person. But like I said, what happens, what we watch and what we digest, they became they become the language or the new words or language that may be in our physical or spiritual or even mental vocabulary. And what happens when we end up having our emotional points, we end up saying those same words and what happens, even though those may not be the words that you ever have said or may have, if you want to say, felt, but in the beginning we will always monitor what we say. But now because of these things, we oh but it slipped out. Well to be honest with you, it slipped out. But the thing was it was in us. And so that's why it's so important for us to really monitor what we put in us. So that way not only those words don't have to slip out, but those those words may not be in our quote unquote spiritual or emotional vocabulary. So that's why it's so important for us to monitor what we put in us. Like I said, what we watch, what we listen to, what we entertain, what we tolerate, those things have the opportunity to come into our spirit, man, or our thoughts. And what happens, like I said, the devil will set the opportunity for those things to come out and say, be said to hurt not just the other person, but to hurt your character. So that's why it's so important for us to monitor what we put in us. Also, along with along with that, practicing what we want to say, we have to also figure out what is the motive, of why we want to say it. What is the motive of why we want to say it? Are we saying it because we want to ultimately have peace with that person? Or are we saying it to get it off our chest? Now you think about it. Now you want to ultimately have peace with that person. So in other words, is the motive more about you or more about them or the relationship that you may have with them. And, of course, there's nothing wrong for you to be able to share, share, you know, how you're feeling or if that person may have said something or done something that may have been hurtful. There's nothing wrong with that. But the key thing, what we have to remember is we have to make sure that we are not just having our best interests at heart, but also the other person. Hmm. We have to be conscious of our feelings and as whether well as their feelings. Now, to some people, well, we shouldn't care, about well, as we, as believers, we need to be considerate because ultimately, we do not want to mess up our witness. So that's something for us to think about. Figure out what is your motive of why you want to say it. In other words, let's get to the root of it. If we we examine ourselves why we want to say it, it really exposes something that may not even, it may be even bigger than the confrontation or the conflict that you may have with that person. It may be something within you within me. So like I said, it's good for us to examine. We need to, as responsible people, we need to examine everything. So, and I'm going to tell you like this, I'm learning. So a lot of things that I share with you all, these are some of the things that God may be sharing with all of us. This is just an opportunity for us to have these conversations to help us to be more of the men and ladies that God calls us to be but also not only in the purpose and plan God has for us to witness to others, but also ultimately for us to have some peace. Because to be honest with you, when you, when you don't have peace, when you're troubling in your spirit, it affects you. It affects us. It affects our sleep. It affects our joy. It affects our health. And these are the things that God does not want us to deal with. So it's okay for us to examine, and also just because you examine, that doesn't mean that you're going to have a guilty verdict. Sometimes it's good to examine to make sure that you're clean, to make sure that there's nothing in you. So it's nothing wrong with that. I'm a firm believer, as mature people, as mature people, we have to do a self-analysis and be real with ourselves, you know, And what happened is, I'm going to say it like this, just because we may be mature adults, mature Christian adults, what may be okay with me may be offensive towards you. So that's why we have to be conscious of one another. And also, hey, someone may tell me, "But hey, you know what, you hurt my feelings a lot. Oh, well, you know what, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But. If someone may tell me the same thing, hey, you know, you heard my bitch well instead of me saying I'm sorry, me saying, Well, you know, you just need to you just need to grow up or uh they were saying they're saying, Well, you know, uh uh, you know, uh you you just you just gotta get over it. You just gotta get over it. Well, this being selfish. You know, who knows? If I take the time to listen, but well, you know what, I didn't mean that way. Or you know what? I, if you don't mind, let's talk about this. Now I'm showing that person that I'm interested in not just what I've said that might have been offensive, but also their feelings. It might be a misunderstanding. I might have said it's the correct thing but the wrong tone or maybe the wrong timing, which we'll have to talk about later on. So that's why it's so important for us to be mindful that, hey, you know, it's okay for me to examine. I got to examine these things. Examine and figure out my motive of why I want to say it. Like I said, this is helping us to be better stewards, God wants us to be a good steward. Oftentimes people just think about stewardship pertaining to finances or a materialistic things, but also even pertaining to our character, our verbiage. God wants us to be a better steward. You know, in the Bible tell tells us, hey, you know, if me defend my brother, hey, don't eat me. And so the thing is, you know, being able to understand who you're dealing with. We have to understand who we're dealing with, but also we got to understand who we are. We got to know our limitation and our boundaries. There are some people that, hey, they might set you off. And if you know that, then you need to be more responsible, and we need to be responsible in who we deal with. So. Next thing we have to think about. This may sound simple. <clears throat> think it, don't say it. <laughs> if there's something, if this is to help us to be able to tame what this tongue right here. Matter of fact, that was an old saying that said, "the deadliest, the deadliest weapon that we possess is two inches below our nose. It's our mouth. Sometimes we get ourselves into worse trouble." Sometimes we can talk ourselves into trouble, <laughs> and sometimes we can be able to be on the verge of a blessing, and we end up jacking it up. Hey, that's something that God wants us to be able to do. God wants us to be able to be better. God wants us to be better stewards. And so, with that, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch over here because I want to make sure that this works. But um. So God wanted to be better stewards of what we have. God wanted to be better stewards. So that way we can be able to be one, two, three, okay. Okay. We can be able to be in the rightful spot that God wants us to be in. One, two. One, two. Okay, good, it works. So with that it's very, very important for us to be able to make sure that we're doing things the right way. And also, like I was saying, for us to think it, and I said, the main thing we have to do, one of the main things we have to do, think before we say it. the old saying that says, think twice before you speak once. Think twice before you speak once. It is so important for us to think about what we're gonna say. Like I said, matter of fact, what I found out and this would help me, whenever I get ready to pray and ask God, God help me with this, help me with this, help me with that, help me with that. Even pertaining to something I may want to say. But I found out when you really sincere with God, what God would do oftentimes when the devil it, or even God may even set an opportunity for you to exercise discipline. And so what happens, regardless if it was made by God or sinned by the devil, when the opportunity comes, what God would do, God will slow down the scene slow enough for you to take the time to consider what you're going to do. When the scene slowed down, you may verbally speak and say the wrong thing or you may end up hmm, saying the right thing or showing restraint. So God will slow the scene down so slow for you to make sure that you do either what you say you're going to do or you will just go ahead and just let it all out. That's why it's so important for us to slow down. Sometimes we have to, I would say, like when you see TV shows, sometimes they read a teleprompter. Sometimes if we just take the time to slow down, God will pull up a teleprompter for you to say not what you feel or not what you want to say. Sometimes God will tell you to say this and this is something that He rewrote versus what you wrote. That makes sense. <laughs> so that's why it's so important for us to just slow down, take it easy. Take a moment. There's an old saying that says, Take the time and enjoy the view. But sometimes God wants us to take the time to really examine why on you. So that's why they're saying think twice. Excuse me. Think. Think it. Don't say it. Everything that we think, we don't have to say it. Think about it. Think about it. Also, just a little something else I want to put in there. And what you want to say, what is the goal of you saying it? What is the goal? Is the goal for you to, like I said earlier, is the goal for you to go ahead and, you know what, have peace, have some reconciliation? Or is that goal just go ahead and just get it off your chest, you know, tell that person how you feel? Like I said, we have to count up the cost, because the most important thing we've got to think about, there's a risk or there's a benefit in whatever we say. There are risk and/ or there are benefits. So the question is: are the risk greater than the benefit of us seeing it, or is the benefit of us seeing it greater than the risk? And like I said, there are times where it may be both risk and benefits, or it may be one or the other. So what's going to determine that is, number one, for us to understand who we dealing with, understand who we dealing with, and then also understanding the timing, what we tell the person, as well as the tone of how we tell that person. Something to think about. Something to think about. So another thing that we need to consider, sometimes if there is an offense, it's best for us to apologize immediately. Apologize immediately. Now, like I said, we have to understand who we're dealing with. And there are some people, you know, th- there are different people in, that we may associate with. And there are, there are some people, they love drama. There are some people, just be real, there are some people, they love drama. There are some people that love conflict. There are some people don't know how to resolve conflict. And conflict don't have to be a physical. It could be verbal. It could be a disagreement. There are some people that don't know how to de-escalate They know how to escalate. (laughs) They know how to escalate situations, but they may not know how to de-escalate. And so that's why it takes proper skill. It takes communication. It takes having someone's best interest at heart. And if you have someone's best interest at heart and that person have your best interest at heart, then it could be workable. We have to make sure that we take our emotions take our feelings out of the situation, meaning we gotta get the bitterness out of it. We can't allow bitterness to be in right in that that the thick of things. So that's why in the offset or onset of situations, it's best to go ahead and repent or apologize immediately. Especially because you're the only one that can control what you say. You're not responsible for what somebody else says and you're not responsible for hey, you're not responsible for your you're not responsible for that person's actions or words, but you are responsible for yours. So you take care of you. And like I said, if you know you're dealing with someone who doesn't use wisdom, then you deal with them according to knowledge. Deal with them According to their knowledge, there are some people, like I said, in some, sometimes we take people for granted. Sometimes we assume because of their age or because of how they carry themselves that, hey, that person is more mature or, or this or that. It varies. You have to understand who you're dealing with. And if you understand who you're dealing with, that's half of the problem right there or half of the solution right there understanding who you're dealing with if you can understand who you're dealing with hey you got like i said deal with them accordingly and so with that if we do want to have that conversation with that person and like i said make amends with them or do your part in making amends even if you apologize to them if they don't want to receive it that's not on you you did your part but as but the longer that conflict stays unresolved, the longer that you don't try to at least reach out, what's going to happen? As time goes on, it's going to get harder and harder. And now hours have turned to days, turned to weeks, and the weeks have turned to months. And unfortunately, the months turn to years. And there's so many people, there are so many people, not just co-workers, not just friends, but even family. They don't communicate with each other when oftentimes it can be settled with a conversation, a conversation of listening ears and listening hearts. So being able to try to make amends, nothing wrong with acknowledging, you know what, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Also, for us to acknowledge, acknowledge, look, we need to make sure even if we say, we say it to someone, whatever we say, sometimes it's good for us to ask them to repeat, not just what we've said to them, but also their understanding, their understanding, because like I said, we want to make sure that the communication is understood, So it's so important for us to make sure that we do our part. Do our part. We have to acknowledge what we said. Even like I said, even if it's for us, maybe to just hey, admit I made a mistake. You know, "Hmm, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's that's one of the things that we have to do. We need to do quickly. Apologize. Apologize immediately apologize, you know, and I'm not talking about just, I'm sorry, but let's acknowledge, you know what, I did say something, I did call you out of your name, I apologize, you know, I did say something, when I spoke, I spoke out of hurt, I spoke out of anger, you know, I felt like you hurt me, so I took it upon myself to try to hurt you back, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said this, Important for us to admit what we've said. If we have said something wrong, we need to open up and admit it. We And see, like I said, it takes a mature person to acknowledge that. So it's very good for us to apologize immediately, even if it's to apologize publicly. Apologize publicly if needed and also understand you may have you may have hurt that person's trust but understand even if they may not be um open to accept your apology or they may but they may have changed the relationship between you and them you know what it's okay because what you have to do now you have to earn that person's trust because once you break a person's trust, sometimes it's easy for us it's easy for us to gain someone's trust. But once it's broken, then rebuilding is something else. But we have to be mature enough to say, you know what, I accept that. That's part of the consequences that we have to deal with when we have hurt someone. But a mature person would say, you know what? I understand. And be willing to accept that. I have to say it, but sometimes that's part of the consequences. I'm not going to say part of the punishment, but it can be a blessing in disguise because you're showing a person, you know what, you really, really, really are trying to work on this relationship. You really are interested in building their trust. This is an opportunity for you to show yourself, show your character to them. So, it's, it's a beneficial thing for both parties. Also, on moving forward from the incident, working on it, you know, being able to make steps, make steps. Like I said, after sometime after we said some things or after we have done some things, you know, you may have to take baby steps. But understand, this is for both of y'all benefits. And also, you have to allow that person, you have to allow that person to, hey, put down those laws or limitations. Because ultimately, like I said, you have to earn their trust. You have to earn their trust, and sometimes you got to earn their respect. But like I said, This is part of the consequence of when we say things out of turn. But hey, it's going to be a benefit to the both. Also, what we have to do, I mentioned many things now, even though I'm saying this partially last, but this is a no-brainer when it comes down to as believers. Now, first, like I said, before I said the last thing, like I said, we have to understand who we're dealing with and also understand that there are some folks who doesn't know, like I said, who doesn't know how to resolve conflict or disagreement. And so we have to deal with them in love. Ultimately, we have to do things in love. And so with that, the ultimate thing we have to do, we have to always be prayerful. You have to always be prayerful and also be in prayer and asking God in what to say. Also asking God to set the timing. If there is a conflict that you may have with someone, if there's a disagreement, if you will be meeting up with that person, ask God to set the scene. Ask God to set the scene. Be praying not just for them, but be praying for yourself as well as be praying for the situation. The 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 situation, the timing, the environment of whenever y'all may be talking or communicating. You know, I found that the most important thing in us asking God for the time asking him for the timing and stuff, because you may have the best intentions, and you say, "Well, you know what, I'm just gonna call that person, and you know, and you may have this gut feeling, oh I don't think you need to call, but your mind is like, well, you know i you know, I ain't gonna say nothing, better. I'm just gonna let them know how the weather is up here, and you end up calling you end up being a fight, even though your intentions may be good. But the timing of you reaching out and communicating with that person, it might not have been set. The temperature might not have been correct. The seasoning, the seasoning of the individual or the situation may not have been right. So that's why it's so important to include God in every equation in our life. I'm telling you, God will set the scene and let you know. And look, it'll be easy like putting on a glove. But what happened when we do it? Sometimes not in God's timing, but in our own timing, it's not going to be as effective. Sometimes it might not even be effective at all. So that's why it's so important for us to be in prayer for God to set the scene, set the timing. And also, like I said, to prepare not just the individual, but also even us. Allowing God to be the mediator, the interpreter of y'all communication is so important for us to allow God to be that mediator or that intercessor between you and that person. God wants us to be able to include him. Like I said, the Bible tells us acknowledge him in all of our ways. He shall direct our path or make that pathway straight. Also meaning, even pertaining to you reaching out to that person, you talking to that person, God interpreting, using the words that may be in your head, God may be, saying something or changing your verbiage to help that person to understand and to convey what you're really trying to say, or even vice versa. Someone may be saying something and God may even filter what they're saying and even put a little cushion in the verbiage that you may be giving to them or they may be giving to you. So that's why it's so important for us to Really allow God to be that mediator and that intercessor in our communication with folks. <clears throat> like I said, also understand who we dealing with. If we don't understand who we dealing with in this situation, we're going to stay frustrated. So it's so important for us to understand who we dealing with and understand, like I said earlier, there are some people, they just like drama. They like conflict. And we got to be mature enough to acknowledge that, to see that. But ultimately, it's so important for us to watch what we say and understand, like I said, there's life and death in the power of the, tongue, of the tongue and understand that verbiage that we may say is not going to just affect us, but it may affect others. We can kill a person with what we say. And it's not the will of God for us to use verbiage to spiritually assassinate or to destroy a person. And I know sometimes it seems like it seem like it's easy for us to just, well, you know what, they hurt me, I'm going to hurt them. It's, it's easy for us to do it, but on the other hand, it's not just going to hurt them. Now, of course, I mentioned earlier it's going to affect them and it can affect us, but it's not only going to hurt them, but it's going to hurt us because that's not our character. That's not our nature. Animals do that. Human beings don't, especially people of God. And so what happens when we deal with people who don't use wisdom in communicating with us, God will oftentimes filter our ears, and so what they may say they may try to deliberately hurt us, God will help it where it bounce off of our ears and go right back to them. That's why, like I said, it's so important for us to use wisdom when we deal with folks, and so with that being said, some of the other things I want to bring out real quick as we get ready to wrap up the show. We got to understand that there are consequences. Even our reputation is always at stake. Our reputation. We don't want to get into the habit of people being able to look at us as, oh, that person, that person. They, they don't. They don't use common sense when they talk. Understand also who we represent. We represent God, we represent our families, we represent our church, we represent our communities. Also, for us to be able to allow some healthy verbiage to be in our communication. Every word don't have to be a cuss word. Also, the thing is, what, what you say out of your mouth, you can be you can put curse upon your own self. One of the things I always say, person curse or say words because certain words is because their vocabulary may be limited. There is, a way, there is a way for us to be able to effectively get our point across without cursing. There are ways for us to effectively get our point across for us to be able to really just, uh, wow say what needs to be said, and they'd be effective. There are ways for us to do it, and we can do it. But the key thing is that we want to do it. We should. We got to be able to do it, especially understanding that, especially in a corporate setting, at a place of business, if you think about it, if we'll say, you know, if we use wisdom and if we think about what we're saying in a professional sense, we can do it in our personal life. We can monitor what we say in our professional life. We can monitor in our personal life. Sometimes we take family. Sometimes we take people for granted, too. and God does not want us to do that. One, two. One, two. Okay. We have to use wisdom and common sense, and it's not hard. This is actually the benefit, all that are involved. And you never know, that person who may have meant to hurt you, who may have meant to say something hurtful to destroy you, but because you deal with them in love. My daddy used to always say, sometimes you got to kill people with kindness. Sometimes the same people that they try to go out to hurt you may end up coming back to bless you. God knows how to make your enemies not just be a tool, not just that, but God knows how to make your enemies be at peace with you. Why? Because you showed love and you monitored and you were responsible for what you said. Now, true enough, like I said, you might have said some things that might have been out of line, but a mature person would come back and try to right their wrongs. That's what God wants us to do. And is it hard? It ain't really hard. It's really not. The key thing is the hardest part is us going on and do it. But it's really not hard. Sometimes it's our will. Sometimes our will is the hardest thing we got to deal with. And it's not the individual. Sometimes it's us, the conflict that we have within ourselves. But understand, as long as you're doing what God has you to do, Look here, you ain't got a whole no, you, you ain't got a whole no uh, pep rally or anything like that. You could just be like, hmm, okay. You can celebrate all the time because now, because you don't have to retain. Well, you know what? I can't stand this person. I can't stand this person. I can't stand that person. And you allowing your health to fail. You allowing your sleep to be deprived because you deal with people, and you don't want to let it go. So let's consult God, even in our verbiage. Let's consult God and ask God to help this tongue right here. Help us to control this tongue. So many times we get frustrated when we deal with a undisciplined child. Sometimes we, ooh, all I need is just one day with that child. I'll get some act right in there. Look, (laughs) that's what my mama and some of the older people growing up. That's what they used to say. Oh, all we need is just one day with that child. we get some act right in them. But see, if we're trying to discipline a child, why we can't discipline our mouth? Why we can't discipline ourselves? It can be done, but do we want to do it? The key thing is, we shouldn't allow our mouth to make us miss what God has for us. We can't allow our mouth to discredit our character plans. We have to be mature and responsible in this right here. God made us stewards. God wanted to be good stewards. That means a good manager, a responsible manager, even over our mouth. Remember, this is God's temple. And also, we deal with God's people. These are God's creation. And so we got to do our part. We got to do our part and let God deal with them. We shouldn't deal with them. And understand, if we deal with them, and especially if we deal with them, and God did not tell us to deal with them, then you know what's going to happen? God going to deal with us. <laughs> God would deal with us. So, a matter of fact, I remember growing up, I remember, um, I remember we would get in trouble because we knew better. We may do the same thing that some of the other kids do. And them other kids, they their parents don't even get them, don't even punish them. But we end up getting punished. Why? Because we knew better. Hmm. So with that being said, we got to be better. We got to do better. And so that's why God want us to help us. God want to help us to do things his way. And consult him in every area of our life. And admit, you know what, God, I'm weak in this area. That doesn't mean that you ain't saved. That doesn't mean that you're less than a Christian. But the key thing, what I always emphasize, we all have something that we can give to God. That may be some shortcomings. Now, the thing is, there may be some things that you may need to Give or surrender to God. When you become aware of it, then give it to him immediately. But when we try to hold on to those things that we know that God wants us to surrender to him, then that's when we have a problem. That's when we have a problem, and we shouldn't do that. When you become aware, give to God. Understand. You are missing out on the purpose and plan that God has for you. And actually, the best thing is to surrender those things to God and go on and graduate and go on and be in the place that God wants you to be at. Sometimes it ain't our enemies that stop us. It's ourselves. So now you become the word of your shortcomings. We, we don't give that to God also for those who may not be saved, Romans 10 and 9 tells us that thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and believe in the heart that God of raise him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto, son, unto salvation. This is the time for you to give everything over to God. And like I said, it ain't hard. Being saved is it, really not hard. It's actually the best decision that you can make. Also understanding that in every situation in your life, you have help. You have God that's willing and want to help you in this world, in this thing called life. It's a beautiful thing, and, you know, God will withhold no good thing from you. But also, God wants you to be in the place where he can trust and entrust you Everything that he has for you. So like I said, don't allow yourself to be your biggest enemy. Don't allow yourself to be the reason why you don't get what God has for you. Think about this. Can God trust you with what he want to give you? Can God ultimately trust you? That's something for us to think about. So just in case you may feel like, well, no, he can't. He wanna look, he wants you to come to him. He wants you to go to him. Cast all of your cares upon him, all your concerns, all your worries, all your anxieties. Give it to him. You know what? You can't fix it. You tried to fix it. You can't do it. He can. So where you're limited at, God is unlimited. He is waiting on you. And you know what? You won't regret it when you give it to him. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. We're coming to you right now, God. Ask God to help us in every area of our lives right now, God. God, we're speaking right now, God. We need your help, God, even in our mouth, God, even with our tongue, God. God, we have said some things that might have been out of tone, God, might have said some things that might be out of terms, God, might have said some things that might have been deliberate to destroy a person's character, to destroy a person's spirit. We ask you God to forgive us, God. Help us, God, to use wisdom, God. Help us, God, to not speak things that's going to assassinate someone but some God, we speak God that you help us. God, speak word that's gonna speak life. God, that's gonna edify a person, God, that's going to edify ourselves right now, God. God, there may be some who may be even speaking negative things about themselves, God. Help them understand, God, that you did not design for them to speak so negative and so harsh. So, God, we speak, God, that you help them, God, and give them the proper verbiage, God. Help them, God, the verbiage, God, that they need, God, that's going to edify and upbuild them and upbuild your kingdom right now in the name of Jesus and we bind everything. Thing the devil stand for, we counsel the devil's assignment right now. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord for everything you've done, God. We thank you, Lord, for most importantly, God, everything that you are, God. You are our Savior. You are our Redeemer. You are our Healer right now, God. So, God, we speaking right now, God, those who may have heard some words that might have been hurtful, God, those who may have heard some words, God, that might have assassinated their character or put down their self-esteem, God. We're speaking, God, that you remove those words, God. Even remove those words that might be in their spirit, God, in their mind, or even in their verbiage, God. Remove those words, God. And we speak in God your word. We speak in God your life right now, God. We speak in God your character, God, your nature, God into them right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we speak, God, that you help them, God, to understand who you are and who they are in you right now, God. Help us, God, to have our spiritual self-esteem elevated right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for helping us, God. We thank you, Lord, for renewing us. We thank you, Lord, for even for healing us right now, God. In the name of Jesus, and Lord be speaking God for those who may be grieving God, comfort the families right now, God, be with them right now, God, in the name of Jesus God we' speaking God that you speak a word of comfort, God, a word of healing right now God God we' even speaking a word of unity God. God there are those who may be grieving God for the loss of their siblings their their parents, God, their any loved one, God, we speaking, God, that you help them, God, even with the grieving, God, help them right now, God, in the name of Jesus, and like we speaking, God, that you bring forth people, God, that's going to speak positive, that's going to speak your truth and your word, God, and God, we even speaking, God, that you fill out the people, God, that may speak some uh, uh, things that are uh, against God your will or against your plan or your assignment right now in the name of Jesus and Lord we speaking God for purpose right now God we speaking God for purpose being revealed God we even speaking God for those who may seek it who may be seeking their purpose God Reveal it right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, there may be someone who may be uh, uh, questioning, God, those who may be about to give up even on their faith, God, give up on life, God. We speak it right now, God, that you rescue them, God, that you spiritually resuscitate them right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Help them to understand right now, God, that it's not too late, God. Those who may be like, God, that they're close to the deadline, God, but God, help them, God, to trust and surrender to you in every area of their lives right now, God, Wholeheartedly right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we know that there's nothing too hard for you right now, God. There may be someone that may be looking at a deadline, God. So God, we speaking right now, God, that you help them right now, God. That you give them the instructions, God, and help them, God, to hear you, God, and respond in complete obedience right now, God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we speak, God, even like a hedge of protection around right now, God. Those who may be um working at schools, God. We speaking God that you protect them right now. God. The devil is trying to put forth things that may try to entice them, God, into going over to the streets, God. So God we speaking right now, God, that you help us, God, as as adults, God, to reach out to them, God. To help them, God, to come to uh go to you, God. And have you, God, as Lord and Savior in their lives right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you right now, God, for everything you've done, God. We thank you, Lord. We praise your name right now, God. We exalt your name, God. You are worthy to be praised, and we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do most for us, for everything that you are right now, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we're speaking right now, God. We break every generational curse, God. We bind every witchcraft spirit. We bind every, uh, uh, um, every spirit that the devil try to put forth in witchcraft, God, in occultism, God, idol, like uh, idols, God. We're speaking against any and everything the devil try to put forth right now in the name of adultery right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for the redeeming power of your Holy Ghost right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for the redeeming power, God. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and everyone who tuned in. Uh, If you want to get in contact with me, my name is Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, like brother and sister, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, Pierce and Paul, R-A, and Tom, E-R. Or you can catch me on Facebook under Brother Prater. Uh, You will see my daily devotions and videos that I put up. Also, you can go to my website at www.prater.com brotherprater.com. You will see my daily devotions and videos, also my personal appearances. Uh, Also, you can go to the store section of my website where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men their needs and their responsibilities towards their children, their families, their children, even their children's mother, regardless they're with them or not. But also, it's not just for women, excuse me, men, but it's for women, too. It helps them to be able to understand the qualities of a potential future husband, also the present or future children, a father to present or future children. Also, the other book I have, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper, The Love Beyond Life. Uh, This book is uh, the journey that My sister, Sheila Prater, and I had uh, in our lives, Um, for those who don't know, uh, my sister uh, lost her life going on four years ago um, to domestic violence. And so uh, this is something that is very, very, very uh, near and dear to me for me to be able to sound the alarm to uh, domestic violence awareness and also healthy relationships you know, instead of toxic relationship. And so this is something that um, also I am working on the book that uh, her and I have been doing together. So uh, keep me up in prayer. And also um, my thing is just to do the will of God. And so with that being said, I thank each number one who tuned in. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you and good night.